hundred years. Take me back when I was a kid. Never had to worry about what I did. But I'm a man now. What's the plan now? Gotta get it done. No time for fun now. Take me back when I was a kid. Never had to worry about what I did. But I'm a man now. What's the plan now? Gotta move on. Those days are gone now. Stories that need to be told. Mike Young sitting here on the way to the airport with Stock Tip Dave. As soon as I sit in the car, Dave just starts telling stories. Just there's no, there's no how you doing. There's no what's going on. It's just I went to goal. I saw this girl Alex. She was out in the street. She was making out with this guy. Then Scott Eastwood came inside and gave me a big hug. Leo, they were all there for five minutes. Danny A said, "What up? Who's your buddy? Hey, I should know you. How you doing?" Leo left to go meet Mick Jagger. Connolly came in for 20 seconds. Boom! Scott Eastwood came in and hugged me. Dave. You're third street famous, bro. <clears throat> Accept it. You walk into goal right now, there's a cutout cardboard poster or whatever you call it, a life-size cutout of Stock Tip Dave in a racing uniform. <clears throat> like he's a car racer. So I told these two girls from Sweden last night that you're a race car driver. Of course, when they asked you, you said sometimes you drive cars. You didn't really go along with it. But I was trying to help out by lying. <clears throat> you love the famous people, don't you? You love famous people. Just admit it, Dave. What, what is it about seeing famous people that you like? I grew up watching TV. Simple as that. Grew up watching TV. Did you ever watch Leo on uh, Growing Pains? Yeah. Did you? You remember those episodes? Yeah, of course. For real. How many episodes was he on Growing Pains? The exact number? I have no idea. But, like... And generally, he, he was a homeless kid they picked up and put him in their house. See, that's funny. I never saw Growing Pains with Leo on it. I saw Growing Pains a lot, but I never saw those episodes. Was he like there for like a whole season? I think so. I think it was like the final season. And now he's a goal giving you hugs. Doesn't that feel good? <laughs> it is. It is definitely an interesting dynamic. Here's Stock Tip Dave, a kid from Orlando. You know what I mean? Finds his way over to goal. We find him. He comes to us the same. He comes to goal to have drinks once in a while. Kevin Connolly befriends him. Takes him under his wing. Now, Stock Tip Dave has a basically a whole life, even though there's no real job involved yet. But it's really a life. You got a life. Sometimes a life is better than a job. It's fun. Unless your job can become your life, which is what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? Where I just live, I write, I live, I write, I live, I perform I talk about things that I live through which is basically what single mic is about are we going the proper way Dave yeah this is the quickest fastest way to the airport it's the way you told me to go but I mean it doesn't it doesn't La Cienega they merge together cool how far up you think after this okay so yeah I can hear like rumblings on the street right now anyway I'm on my way to Rochester New York me and Saget have five shows this weekend this is my first week off in months. Saget and I just finished shooting 14 episodes of Videos After Dark. Stock Tip Dave came down to the set. What'd you think? It was awesome. Was it awesome? Yeah, it was fun. If you could predict, because you're pretty good at predicting things. You got the stock market on lockdown. You got, you know, you, everything you've said about, like, single mic is coming true. What do you think about the show? What do you think is going to happen? you think we're going to have a hit show? 
I do. I, I honestly have to see like a full episode because you know I saw like the in betweens, the breaks, him talking to people. So I didn't get to see it as one solid thing. Right. And so, so since I saw it broken up into pieces, I think I'd have a different opinion after seeing the first one. But I think it's going to be funny because he's already got the built-in fan base, and so right. it's going to be a hit right off the bat. I mean, we air after the Bachelor finale. You don't get a better spot on ABC than after the Bachelor finale, unless I'm crazy, because that's their number one show, which is very strange. I've actually never seen The Bachelor. I shouted out to The Bachelor. Oh, I think you should start talking to The Bachelor. Yeah. On Instagram, on our stories, start going at going at him. Just say, hey man, just want you to know, you know, videos after dark is coming on after you. I podcast with Mike on single on uh, stories that need to be told, and then. Somehow we can connect The Bachelor to Single Mike. Yeah. And we'll get... Like, my goal, I want The Bachelor to say Single Mike on the finale. Somehow. Well, actually... I should go on The Bachelor and school his ass on how to act. I bet you they might because it's ABC. ABC promotes ABC. So, you know... Oh, yeah, you're about to see Sagan on ABC. Like, after The Bachelor, in between The Bachelor, during advertising time. Like, you're going to see him say things like, I'm back. Here we go again. No, but I've seen it where hosts on the previous shows saying, thank you, everybody. Now stay tuned and watch videos after dark coming up right when this ends. I've seen them do that, promote the next show that comes on their on their board. Oh, yeah, you're going to see that. That's going to happen already. But I'm talking about like next week, you're going to start seeing some, some things go down, which I'm very excited about. It was a ton of work, a extremely amount, extreme amount of brain work. I was with Saget. Who's texting me right now Terminal 3 He's telling me He's so funny man Bob is like He's such a father He's like Wear your Make sure you wear Your winter coat I got it Bob I got a winter This is my winter coat It's a north face It's a windbreaker I know it's 23 degrees But I don't wear Big puffy coats No matter what So uh, We shot 14 episodes In one week It was Non-stop man It was And I felt like A producer on there I was running from behind the scenes out to the set to tell Bob what he could and couldn't say. We had the guy from ABC, a censor there. He was there telling us what we can say, what we can't say, what to blur, what not to blur. We all went out to dinner that night with Vin DeBona, who is such a class act dude. You've been seeing Vin DeBona on your TV screen. You've been seeing his name for 30 years. Vin DeBona created America's Funniest Home Videos. He created Entertainment Tonight. This guy is a legend and he knows how to get a show done and he lives in the zone. He lives in the zone. I've never, not that I've never seen it, but he is just calm as can be, calling out camera shots from the director's booth and everything was going smooth. Saget came out, delivered every monologue at the highest level quality and all the videos started running and they were hilarious. So I'm very excited for Videos After Dark. It premieres March 12th. After the Bachelor finale, tell everybody you've ever met. And, you know, I used to, like, be weird about promotion. But then I worked with Scott Stuber, who runs Netflix movies. And I did a show with him at HBO, and we sold a show together. And one day he called me. He was promoting. He was working for Universal Pictures. And he was doing Seth MacFarlane's movie. And he called me. He's like, yo, bro, tell everybody you know about the movie. And it made me think, like, if the guy at the top of Universal is asking me just to tell my friends, then you got to tell everybody. You, there's, no, there's no ego here. This is like, I'll get in the streets and put posters up a video after dark, you know? 
I got five shirts. I want beautiful girls. Hashtag me too. I want beautiful girls. I want Carrie to put on a video after dark shirt and take a few pictures. You think she would? Yeah, of course. I was trying to get one when we were on the show. He didn't give you one? No, I was like, well, I wanted to ask for one. I'm a little upset with that guy. He didn't give you a, a, a video after. Because he asked me who you were. He shouted your name out in line. Interesting. No, Bob kept talking about you offset. He kept saying, or they kept saying, oh yeah, I met Mike on Entourage, or someone gave you a big intro. I know. Meanwhile, listen, I was not credited as a writer on Entourage, so I almost feel weird saying I wrote on Entourage, but I did write on Entourage. It's just a fact. I wrote jokes. I wrote lines. I was in the writer's room every single day for two seasons. I just didn't get the credit for it, and I'm not even mad about it. It just feels weird in this business when you say, I wrote on Entourage. Then they Google you, and they don't see you on Entourage. So anyone that wants to question me, just call Doug Ellen or Kevin Connolly. You could call whoever you want. Ask them if I was in that writer's room. Call Chris Henchy, who runs Will Ferrell's company, who I saw last week, who's one of the funniest dudes I know. Ask Rob Weiss, who I also saw last week at Erewhon after he was doing jujitsu and grappling. Let it be known, he's been boxing and doing all that shit for like 10 years i started rob weiss off boxing outside of the office of entourage i used to bring my boxing gloves and my mitts and i would put rob cliff doug and henchy i would hold the pads for them and teach them all how to box i was throwing some jabs last night i gotta be honest dave your your punch wasn't that weak if you spread your feet out and like learn how to throw a punch bro i might be able to teach you how to do some damage I wouldn't put you up against anybody from goal, like, just because they're all heavier than you. But, I mean, you could fight Allie. <laughs> you might be able to beat Allie. I don't know. But, anyway, it's been a great run. When I get back, I get back Sunday. Wednesday, we shoot single mic pickups. I got to get the alone time, um, all the alone time in the apartment. And we are basically stealing the apartment um, to shoot in, so we can't let anyone know that we're actually shooting. This, this is La Cienega coming up, right, Dave? We're just together. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, so I'm very excited to shoot that. And we're, we're probably going to end up substituting all the alone time bits for the new stuff that we shoot. It just needs to be a certain mood and a certain vibe in there. So I'm excited. Kevin's excited. Connolly went out yesterday. He shot some cool drone shots. I didn't get to see him, but if they're anything like what he did on the outside during the rain... He's just awesome. I think he said he made one. He flew it up and he like was flying and then he parked it by the Beverly Center for like 30 seconds and made it re-lift up or something. Like he like did something within a block of the Beverly Center and thought it was really cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we got, so that means he got the goal establishing, which we need nighttime dusk. And then we need him to get something that represents like the rap studio outside do you know if he went like to any alleys like did he get actually any... he did i saw something he's like he's like oh yeah this is this is the alley for the studio okay good so he got an alley which would be dope um and he did something we did something really cool with the drone shot that he did that transitions me going to pick up the drugs from the drug dealer dude so that was really cool um I'm excited, man. You know, one of the best directors in the game, David Nutter, Emmy-winning director for Game of Thrones. He watched Single Mike, and he loved it. Really? Yeah. And he is a no-nonsense type of di- type of guy. He's an awesome guy, and he's one of my favorite people, actually. I predicted it. I told you. 
Yeah, it's really good. I'm just, I wish I, I just gotta have follow through on it. You know what I mean? Like, I still haven't even seen it. I know, you haven't seen it, but I got it on my computer. It's just a rough assembly, though, that he watched. He didn't watch the whole thing, obviously. I still gotta shoot my FaceTime walk up to the comedy store. And, um, I gotta let the camera guys know just to be invisible. Like, don't be bullish. Don't just pretend we're not even there, you know? And so it'll be, I'll have to finesse that somehow. Anyway, I'm very excited about that. Trying to stay positive, trying to stay healthy. It's so funny, man. Lately, I've been eating too much candy and cookies. And I started sipping tequila again. And I realized, like, my body feels worse when you eat like shit. I'm t- everything hurt, just feels worse. I'm going, so I'm done again. I'm done. I'm not done, like, sipping tequila. But, like, I'm done with the Oreo row of Oreos. I'm done with the late night ice cream. I'm going to put that in check for, like, more a year. More salads. Just more fruit. You know what I mean? Fruit till noon, like my boy Jesse just says. Fruit till noon. That's that's it. Fruit on an empty stomach till noon. You don't want fruit mixed with other foods because it gives you fermentation in your stomach. Um, last night I had a dream that I made out with this super beautiful girl who I kind of feel like I recognize, but I can't pinpoint who it is. But she was in my dream, and I think I'm gonna marry her. I just gotta figure out who she is. She was like a natural beauty. She was like a mix between one of my exes and like this other girl that I know that makes music. I don't know, man, but I'm growing older, bro. I think I need to get married. I want to have a kid. Single Mike is really chopping it up. <clears throat> I walked I walked into goal last night. Dave had the prettiest girl in all of goal talking to him in his office. His office is outside, by the way. It's, in a, it's two seats in an office. But you were talking to that girl. She was super pretty and lost. But I get tricked by those girls. Like I get tricked by those girls that sound smart. She's like, I love Dostoevsky. I read Tolstoy, I go to Barnes and Noble all the time. I'm like, oh my God, I should marry you. You're the smartest girl I ever met in my life. Meanwhile, anybody can walk into a bookstore. It doesn't mean she's smart, I'm getting tricked. I am, I like to think that I'm a smart person in a lot of ways. I understand people, I have very high emotional intelligence. But when it comes to girls, I'm probably one of the dumbest people I've ever met. I'm just an idiot. And I'll just admit it openly. I'm just a dumb dumb. If you're talking smart, acting smart, if you say you can speak three languages, I automatically think you're brilliant. But you know what? There's different sorts of intelligence in this world. Ted Bundy had an IQ. You know what I mean? A lot of people have high IQs, but they're stupid in life. And I'm not saying these girls are. I'm just saying I get tricked easily by what what I think might be, you know, brains. Anyway, Dave, enough about you. We got to find me a new girl, man. What do you think? Am I going to settle down or is it over? I told Connolly the other day, I said, am I just going to keep dating a million girls and see what happens? Or he goes, probably, 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 bro. I don't see you settling down. I blame it all on Leo. I'm single because of Leo. It's all his fault. For 15 years, bro, I had the most fun you could ever have. And by the way, four of those years, I had a girlfriend. But I had the most fun you could have as a dude in a crew. You know what I mean? We went on private planes to Vegas, private jets to Miami, you know, New Year's Eve parties on rooftops. Hadn't paid for a drink in 15 years. You know what I mean? So you get used to that type of life and you go, I don't want any chains holding me down. Nothing. It's almost like a new discipline you have to develop. It's like going on a diet. You got to start the diet at some point. 
You know what I mean? I got to go on a relationship program. I have to get into a relationship and just practice what it is. Get on to a dating ha- show. I got it. No, I don't. <laughs> no, Dave, we're going to put you on a dating show. And you know what we're going to do, bro? We're going to have the bachelor version of you at goal one night. Okay? We're going to have your cutout board up at the front. And we're going to bring some girls who just want a good, nice guy, whether he's five foot two or not. I'm not five two. I'm five five. Five four. Right? Five four. He had to jump in an inch. You know what I mean? But we're gonna get we're gonna get you a relationship too, bro. But who am I to talk? I don't have a girlfriend either, bro. We're in the same boat. Like last night that I'm six three, six two, solid shoulders, you know what I mean? Doing pretty good in life. I don't have a girlfriend. Cause I don't want a girlfriend right now. But I think I do want a girlfriend. I gotta get a girlfriend. Maybe it'll disrupt my life in a great way. I don't know, man. I feel like I got to call my boy Jesse. He's always good with this stuff. One time I was in Connecticut with Jesse. I'm like, you know what, Jess? I got to settle down. This is like four years ago. I'm like, I got to settle down, man. This is ridiculous. He's like, Mike, you have a girlfriend. I'm like, oh, shit, man. I forgot. I forgot I had a girlfriend. I don't even know how I forgot because I guess it just wasn't that serious of a situation. But... I don't know, man. I gotta, I gotta figure this out. I gotta settle down because I can't take any more lonely nights of Oreos and ice cream. Even though sometimes it's nice and it's fun, it's very quiet. I don't know. What do you think, Dave? I gotta figure it out, buddy. Not getting any younger. Not getting any younger at all. No matter how many ages I lie about. Yo, this, I took this girl out the other night. She could, she goes, you could have at least just told me your age within 10 years. You lied by 10 years. Someone told me last night, and they're like, you hear Mike's 31 years old? Who said that? Someone came up to me and said, you hear Mike's 31 years old? Who's, a guy or a girl said that? I think, I, I don't remember. It was like out of nowhere. Come on. <laughs> who was it, Dustin? I don't know who it was. Come on, Dave. You know who it is. You, you're so scared to. No, I swear to God, you're so I know. scared to drop a name. Somebody said Who said that Zulai Kevin's girl not, No not Zulai It wasn't Kev's girl Someone outside Like right when you Were there hanging out Really Yeah Someone said I was 30 I haven't been 31 In forever I know Who said I never told anyone I, I was 31 I want to say Akeem But I don't know That's hilarious Meanwhile Akeem is so good In single Mike, But we may have to Trim or cut his scene Just because it isn't Making sense in the story and I'm literally like racking my brain trying to find a moment for it. And I'm, he's, it's not dead in the water, but you know, that's just what happens, man. When you shoot, sometimes scenes just get cut. I got cut. You got cut. <laughs> what did you do? Walk through somewhere? I, I rode a bird in front of goal when you were coming out with, um, Stevie. You're no, you're walking out with, with a girl. Yeah. And, and I was riding the bird in front of you guys. Like five seconds before you walked out and I got cut out. Yeah. You got cut. Because that scene got cut Because it just felt cheesy It felt a little forced I'm trying to think of a reason to put that girl back in my apartment Like for the pickups day Like what kind of flashback scene would work You know what I mean What kind of great scene would work Maybe a breakup scene And me crying Or like a slap in the face I haven't cried on camera ever (laughs) I gotta practice crying Hold on let me see if I can cry (laughs) It's gonna be tough man Have her slap you Oh, that's good. I've been slapped. Yeah. My ex slapped me <laughs> twice. Are you, do they do I've the never voice? put my hand on a woman in my life, but I've been slapped multiple times. Slapping some ice water. 
Just a good slap and a push. My girl slapped me, pushed me, and then took a painting off the wall, a picture, and smashed it. Jesus. Yeah. I let a good one go, too. She was good. I messed that up. Just like, just like the scene says in Single Mike where my mom goes, my mom in the, in the, the girl, that woman that plays my mom goes, you fucked that one up. I, I fucked that one up. I, I, let a, I let a couple good ones go. My bad. My bad. I can't even go get her. She's married. Ugh, I'll cry right now on the way to the airport. Sag will see me with tears in my eyes. I don't give a shit. Be like, what's wrong with you? I'm disrupting the whole thing, man. I don't care. Single Mike is gonna just be disruptive. You know what I mean? I'm gonna. I don't live by any. Single Mike doesn't live by any rules in the show. He lies about his age. You know what I mean? He doesn't see black, white, Mexican. You know what I mean? He sees no color. You know, everybody's unequal. I tell a gang member I understand the gang culture because a gang is just a family. And then I tell him because he's like, I'm wearing a Red Wing jersey and single Mike, and he goes. And it's a red jersey And he's a crip He's blue He's from a blue neighborhood And he goes Are you trying to say something out here? I said no bro I said hockey's a great sport He goes for white people I go are you kidding? Hockey's an amazing sport PK Superman's black He's one of the best players in the world There's a ton of rhythm in the game You could probably take the whole game over And Kevin thought that maybe that would come off racist But it's not I'm not even kidding when I say that Like honestly Black people would if they if they played hockey they take the hockey over, you know. I'll just say it. I just they're just on the average they're just better athletes than we are. They're just better athletes. What do you want me to do? I'm not a scientist. I can't. I don't know what how to tell you that, but they would be the best hockey players in the game. Period. You know. You know Popeye Jones' kid is in the in Popeye league. Jones' kid who was an NBA player is a professional hockey player. He's like the number one pick. How amazing is that? I love that. My nephew, who's half black, my nephew is playing at the highest level honey-baked U18 travel team that every pro I've talked to has come through and knows that team. All the dudes at goal, who Kevin's friends with, are pro hockey players. I tell them my nephew's playing for honey-baked. They're immediately impressed. And they're like, whoa, dude, I played against honey-baked. So let me tell you, and by the way, you see my nephews, they're fucking, they'll run circles around any, anybody. They're the baddest ass kids in the game And sweet as can be And awesome and smart Fucking love my nephews I can't wait till they come out here Anyway Dave It's been a 22 minute podcast Anything you want to say Dave I promise you bro We are going to keep the podcast going We're going to set it up But I need you To take a boss mentality And say Mike I'm coming over at 1 o'clock You don't have a choice Set it up upstairs I can't Don't even ask me Get to my place. We'll record upstairs. I'll get the table ready. I'll get the mics ready. We'll get Chelsea Kane, Jessica Van, Abby Cobb, Kevin Connolly, Doug Allen. You know what I mean? John Stamos, Michael Rappaport. I'll get everybody on the damn thing. But we got to make it fun, dope, and interesting. Absolutely. Even if we don't have celebrity guests, you know? So it's stories that need to be told. And I got to just keep telling these stories, you know? And... That's it. So I'm on my way to the airport, off to Rochester, New York. I would tell you guys to come to the shows, but they're already sold out. Five shows sold out. Next week, Denver Comedy Works. The following week, Nashville Zanies, Mike Young, Bob Saget are on tour right now. Stock tip, Dave. Taking me to the airport. Thanks, Dave. Sorry uh-huh. if I was mean to you. Was I? I wasn't mean to you. Uh, I'm used to it. No, Dave. <laughs> we love Dave. 
we love you, bro. But, you know, I'm mean to myself. You know what I mean? And I'm not mean to you, bro. Here's $23 for taking me. We'll talk to you later. Take me back when I was a kid. Take me Never back. Never had now. to worry about what I did. The one time I'm a man two. now. Check it out. Now. Gotta the get it down. Sound. No time get for fun now. now. Take me back uh, when I was one, a kid. Two. Never had to worry about what back. I Coming did. Coming back for you. But I'm a man now.